Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimon. I'm a tax sell veteran. I am the leading tax sell expert, author of the Tax Sell Playbook. I'm the founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. Just as a reminder, this is a completely free podcast because of the Tax Sell Academy. If you're looking to learn more about investing in tax defaulted real estate, just head on over to TaxSellAcademy.com. On today's episode, I want to discuss the best price point. So when you're looking to buy tax-defaulted real estate, what's the best price point that you should invest in? Now, I've been involved in some very, very large transactions where the profits were just insane. I've also been involved in some very small transactions where I made just a grand or two, sometimes even as little as 500 bucks. Now, in the perfect world, what should your preference be? Should you focus on just the higher price properties or the cheap properties? Which is better? Maybe one or two big deals a year or lots of small deals every single year. So let's put the two into perspective with some examples so the context of this episode will really start to click for you. So when we're talking about the higher price properties, we're talking about those relative to the rest of the tax defaulted properties in your specific area. Typically, we're not going to be talking about the very high price real estate, the five, six, ten million dollar mansions that are out there, okay? We're talking about the higher price properties compared to the rest of the tax sale properties. So let me give you an example. Around a year ago, I attended a sale for one single property. I went there just for this property. It was a 4,000 square foot tax defaulted home. It was a brick house, a beautiful pool, crystal clear, two car garage on a gated half acre lot in a fantastic neighborhood, right? It was a beautiful property and it was phenomenal when you compare it to most tax sale properties. At that auction, it sold for $175,000. Four months later, on the open market, it sold for $323,000. That's $148,000 in profit. That's $1,200 per day or somewhere around a 350% annualized return on investment. Insane deal. By the way, it didn't need any remodel or anything like that. Now, when we're talking about the cheap properties. We're talking about the low dollar properties where we can preferably do deals very, very quickly, even though they don't put a whole lot of cash into our pockets. So here's an example. You go to an auction, they have a number of properties available. 10 of those properties are available for a thousand bucks, right? You buy all 10. You secure a buyer the next morning, you resell them for say $1,200 a piece. Assuming there's no expenses, just to make things simple, they take the title as is, you made $200 off each property. So you made two grand off of a $10,000 investment in less than a day. Not too bad of a deal, right? It's not like 150 grand in profit, like the larger deal that we discussed, but it's nothing to be ashamed of. That's for sure. Two grand a day, not too bad in my book. Now, as we sit back and we analyze these two deals, most of us would probably rather have the one that put 150 grand into our pockets, but those deals aren't around every single day. So do we wait and sit back and focus on just finding those big deals where we can just hit it out of the park? Or do we instead focus on the smaller deals that we can do in quantity? Or is it some combination in between? Well, the answer is, it depends. There are a few factors I want to discuss with you 
today that can help decide what is best for you. Now, I'm a firm, firm believer that's what's best for me is not what is best for you. What's best for one of my Tax Select Academy members might not be the best for the very next Academy member. From time to time, when talking about what somebody wants in particular out of this tax sell business, I refer to it as your specific investment objectives. And these vary greatly from one person to the next. Sure, we all want to make money, right? That's always going to be at the top. We want to make money. Otherwise, we won't get into any investment business. But the question is, how do we want to make that money? If you have $10 million, you're going to want to make money differently than somebody who only has $500. If you have 70 hours per week that you can commit to your tax sale business, you're going to have different objectives. You're going to have different ways to make money than somebody that only has, say, two hours a week to commit to the tax sale business. Your personal situation has a tremendous amount of influence in determining your specific investment objectives. Now, when determining these objectives, there are a number of factors. And today I want to go into the topic that will help you decide whether you should focus on the higher price properties or the cheap properties. Now, we can break this down really to five different factors that we want to focus on today. Now, as you'll see, some of these really work closely together and others will be more or less the deciding factor for you on what you can or should focus on. All right, let's go over them. The first one, time. How much time do you have to invest in this business? I've got part-timers that are doing extremely well, and I've got full-timers that are doing extremely well. The time you have available to participate in the tax sale business will really pay a big part in what you're also able to even invest in. If you have a very limited time, you can simply browse the tax sale list and look for those higher quality, higher price grand slam deals. Now you might find a few every year and be happy, right? The one I mentioned earlier produced $148,000 in profit. That's not bad if you want to supplement your income, in my opinion, right? That was also a deal that didn't need extensive remodeling or much additional time invested. If your time is limited, you're not gonna want to get involved in those extensive remodels or those complicated properties. Your limited time will disappear quickly if you do. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, let's say you have 40 or 50 hours per week that you want to invest in your tax sale business. This allows you to not only keep an eye out for those grand slam deals, but in the meantime, you'll have the time available to buy those lower margin cheap properties, to build that extensive buyers list, to work on digital marketing, all that kind of stuff. In this situation, you're going to want to go after whichever one pops up, whether it's the higher price stuff, the middle price stuff, or it's the cheap 30 vacant mobile home lots. Go after them. The second one, the second factor into determining should you go after the expensive properties or the cheap properties, well, that's going to be your money. Your budget will obviously be a very big determining factor in which types of properties you want to invest in. So I had a call with an investor a few weeks back, and he had just over $10 million to invest, and he wanted to get into the tax sell business. Now, if he invests that $10 million into cheap $1,000 lots spread across the country, he's going to have an absolute nightmare on his hands. That's 100,000 properties that he must find, he must market, he must sell. That is a huge operation. Now, if you consider yourself to be flush with cash 
compared to the typical selling prices in the markets that you're investing in, whether it's $10 million or $100,000, then you'll likely want to focus on the mid to higher priced properties. Now, if you're starting with a very low budget, you're going to need to focus on what you can afford. While making 500 bucks per deal might not seem like a whole lot of money in real estate terms, it can certainly be quite a bit of money when you're doing it multiple times a month or multiple times a week or even multiple times a day, especially when you're starting out with, say, $1,000 to begin with. So large budget, you want to focus on mid to higher end stuff so you don't get burned out dealing with the cheap stuff. And low budget, just focus on what you can afford. The next one is selection. If it's not available for sale, well, you can't buy it, right? If your quality standards are to the point that you'll only invest in multi-million dollar mansions, then your expectations probably won't meet reality. But when we scale that back some, there are certainly properties that are extremely nice that are offered at tax sales. There are also properties that are just extremely lousy. And obviously, the cost factor will play into this one as well. If you're in an area where it's quarter acre lot after quarter acre lot, and you want homes or vice versa, then it's time to make a decision. If you need to get a better selection for yourself, it's up to you to make that decision. As you're probably aware, I'll be the first one to suggest that you might want to consider investing out of area. Now, obviously, there's quite a bit to this to do it correctly and to do it profitably. But I've been investing in various areas for many, many years now, and I credit a lot of my success in this business, a lot of my growth in this business to those out-of-area investments. If your local area doesn't have the selection that you desire, then start looking elsewhere. See what's out there in the areas that you're considering investing in. Maybe you're just in the wrong area for what you think you want to do. Or like I mentioned, maybe you're just being a little bit unrealistic. Now on that same token, you also have to look at it from a true dollars and cents perspective. It's not wise for you to spend the time and money to travel across the country on a piece of property that you're only gonna make 500 bucks off of, unless you can afford to do that 10 or 20 times, of course, on that same trip. The selection available, combined with both time and money, of course, is another factor that's gonna steer you into whether you should focus on the higher end properties or just the cheap ones. The next one is structure. How are you set up to operate in your tax sale business? Or how can you set yourself up to operate? I was talking to an investor the other day, and he has an entire process for everything. He has it very, very seamless. He buys in a few dozen different counties. He knows what types of properties he wants. He's built a fantastic website as a selling platform, and he is heavily involved in internet marketing, curating his buyers list, and many other things that really propels his business. In fact, his business is designed to handle large quantities of properties, and subsequently, a lot of transactions. Now, on the flip side of that, let's say you're the single mom or the single dad who's working 40 or 50 hours a week in a day job, but you want to invest on the side. Now, doing all that stuff, internet marketing and curating your buyer's list and having all these transactions to deal with, that just does not interest you. So in that type of situation, why not buy properties that you can sell through a realtor where they handle the entire process, right? If you have a zero interest in those complicated setups and lots of transactions, focus on the mid 
to higher end properties so you aren't wasting your time unnecessarily building a business to do hundreds of transactions and messing around with all that transactional type stuff that you can just pay somebody to do for you. Now, you could likely be a cross between those two people. Maybe you're that person with a full-time job right now, but you're working towards a more automated, systematic process that will allow you to do many more transactions. And that's great. Take that into consideration. The point is that if you are willing to structure your business to do multiple transactions, if you're capable, if you have the time to do it, then by all means, you can focus on these smaller deals. You can do those in quantity. But if you're just doing this as a side hustle type business, it's probably not going to be worth it for you to focus on hundreds of thousand dollar properties because it's going to eat up every ounce of time you have. So maybe in that type of situation, focus on more expensive properties where you can make a few more dollars on a per transaction basis and let somebody else deal with the task of marketing and selling that property for you. And the last factor has got to be confidence. Just how confident are you? About an hour ago, right before I started preparing for this podcast episode, I was on the phone with a friend of mine. And we were discussing a mutual friend of ours who had just put a million dollars into one stock. And that stock is a very volatile stock. That's a lot of money in one stock. Now, do I have the confidence to do that? I don't. I'm not a stock market guy. I'm a real estate guy. He's a stock guy, though. He had the confidence to do that. So the question is, do you have the confidence to invest in a specific property type? How much money are you willing to put on a property? Do you know it will work or are you hesitant? These are questions that I cannot answer for you. Hopefully some of my training materials have helped you learn and help build your confidence. But for some people, confidence can only really be built after your experience is built. This too will factor into whether you should focus on mid to higher priced properties or just the cheap stuff. Just how much are you comfortable tying up into a property? And how does that reflect your overall financial picture? And that's a question for you to answer personally after a little reflection on your finances. The lower priced properties might produce less return on investment in terms of actual cash, and they might require more effort to handle on a transactional basis but they won't require as much overall cash to tie them up. Or they might also be a way for you to hedge your investments across multiple cheap properties. Likewise, you could buy a property like the one I discussed at the beginning of this episode, tie up $173,000 and knock it out of the park, right? So your confidence is really gonna be closely tied in to your price point for properties that you should be investing in. So as you go through a tax sell list and you're trying to figure out and budget which properties you should be investing in, take a look at these five points. Keep these in mind. At the end of the day, you have to do what makes you happy and what makes you comfortable and confident. When you choose to focus on the low-end properties or the mid or the high-end properties, you can absolutely see success in this business with the right approach. I truly hope that you enjoyed today's podcast episode. As a reminder, we do provide these episodes completely free and in exchange, We'd be so grateful if you take the time to leave us some positive feedback on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on or watching us on today. And as always, if we can be of any help, there are a whole bunch of links down below in today's show notes. One of those will take you to TaxSellAcademy.com. Once you're on that site, you grab a free copy of my book, The Tax Sell Playbook. If you just cover the nominal shipping costs 
or you can click join to become a member of the Taxel Academy. Thank you again for listening. Take care and make it a successful day.